Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. We've all played our fair share of bad video games. Yet, most bad games are quickly vilified by players and press alike, and then we just all move on with our lives, hopefully seeking out a better game next time. But there are those rare video games bad enough that they end up getting delisted from online marketplaces. So with that in mind, I'm Josh from WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 video games so bad they were delisted. Number 10, Overkill's The Walking Dead. Overkill's The Walking Dead-themed FPS was finally released on PC in November 2018 after years in development help, and unsurprisingly received predominantly negative reviews. Critics dubbed it a generic survival shooter that felt like a glorified reskin of Overkill's payday games, and was further undermined by both a litany of bugs and frustrating scarcity of checkpoints. Sales were resultingly poor, shifting less than 100,000 copies in its first month. In February 2019, less than four months after after release, Skybound Entertainment, the company that owns the rights to The Walking Dead, announced that they had terminated their business partnership with publisher Starbreeze and The Walking Dead would be delisted imminently. Skybound held nothing back in making it clear as well that this was entirely an issue with the game's quality, saying in a statement to IGN, quote, We did our best to work with Starbreeze and resolve many issues that we saw with the game, but ultimately Overkill's The Walking Dead did not meet our standards, nor is it the quality that we were promised. We are exceedingly sorry to our fans and share their disappointment in the game." End quote. Number 9. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5 Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5 is one of the most crushingly disappointing entries into any major video game franchise ever, releasing to scathing reviews from critics who criticised its garbage graphics, poor controls, and jank-filled gameplay, while also noting that it played like a game rushed out to retain the rights. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5 was first released on September 2015, and actually clung around until early 2018 when it received its first delisting. Yes, there was more than one. In this first instance, we'll give Activision the benefit of the doubt. It was only delisted for a month and could potentially have been related to music licensing issues. But Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5 was delisted once again, seemingly this time for good, across all platforms in May 2020, suspiciously just a few days after Activision announced their Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 remaster project. Clearly, the publisher wanted to bury every last trace of the game and instead move forward with their new title, which went on to receive strong, positive reviews and effectively restored the series' tarnished reputation. Number 8. Afro Samurai 2 Revenge of Kuma 
The 2015 sequel to 2009's modestly received Afro Samurai game, developed by the ironically monikered Redacted Studios, is by far the worst reviewed game on this list, landing a brutal 21 metascore after receiving 1 out of 10 and 2 out of 10 scores from most major review outlets. Afro Samurai 2 Revenge of Kuma was panned for its low-rent graphics, bug-filled gameplay, and atrocious controls, enough that some critics even called it flat-out broken. The overwhelming disdain from critics and players alike caused publisher Versus Evil to remove the game from PSN just six weeks after its release, and then from Steam barely a week later. In an unprecedented step, they also refunded everyone who bought it. Versus Evil's general manager later issued a statement calling the game a failure while confirming that two planned sequel projects had been cancelled because they couldn't, in good conscience, put them into production. Number 7. Jump Force Bandai Namco clearly hoped that their manga crossover fighting game Jump Force would be a mammoth commercial hit that flourished on the competitive multiplayer circuit above all else. Sadly, that didn't happen as results were largely mixed to negative, criticising the bland graphics, unrefined combat mechanics, boring campaign, and worst of all its unremarkable multiplayer suite, with the player base consequently falling off a cliff within weeks of release. In their defence, Bandai Namco did stick things out for almost three years, announcing this past February that Jump Force was being delisted across all platforms. The response from most players, beyond the hardcore faithful anyway, was one of absolute apathy, most having long forgotten the game even existed. Though some speculated that Bandai Namco pulled the game due to licensing agreements coming to an end, let's face it, if Jump Force had been the hit they were hoping for, they absolutely would have renewed that agreement. Number 6. The Culling 2 First-person battle royale game The Culling was launched in early access in March 2016, and though it initially fared well with players, its popularity eventually cratered as PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds and Fortnite both rose to prominence. By December 2017, the developers actually halted development on the game though, and began working on a sequel which was released in July 2018. Ultimately, few critics even bothered to review the game, though IGN famously gave it a brutal 2 out of 10 score, lambasting its terrible gameplay and blatant attempts to cash in on the success of PUBG and H1Z1, as well as its dead community even on launch. User reviews though were somehow even worse, with the average score currently sitting on an almost impossibly low 1.1 out of 10. Astoundingly, the developers made the decision to pull the plug, delist the game, close all servers, and refund all players just 8 days after The Culling 2 was released. The same day it was delisted, the director of operations for the company issued a statement which read, quote, The Culling 2 was not a game that you asked for, and it's not a game that you expect as the worthy successor to The Culling. End quote. Efforts were then refocused on supporting the original game, though due to dwindling revenues, it too was delisted and shuttered in March 2019. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. 
Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Before we go any further, I want to talk to you about today's sponsor, Masterclass. With the amount of time we spend discussing and analyzing video games on this channel, it's always good to understand exactly how these experiences are put together. And fortunately for me, I can do just that with Masterclass. With Masterclass's streaming service, you can learn from the best to become your best, studying and growing with over 200 plus of the world's leading instructors. For me, I've been having a blast using a class on video game design by The Sims creator Will Wright to find out exactly how game mechanics are designed around player psychology as well as learning how important playtesting is to shipping the titles that you and I both love. But it hasn't stopped there, as I've also been brushing up on my practical filmmaking skills directly from my favourite movie director Martin Scorsese, as well as trying to get back in the cooking game with Roy Choi's amazing course on intuitive cooking. Seriously, my kitchen is a mess, but my belly has never been more grateful. For just $10 a month, an annual membership with Masterclass gets you unlimited access to courses on your phone, computer, smart TV, or even via audio-only modes. Even better, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and 88% of members feel that the service has made a positive impact on their lives. And to put the cherry on top of that cake, right now, What Culture Gaming listeners get an additional 15% off any annual membership at masterclass.com forward slash gaming. That's 15% off at masterclass.com slash gaming. What's that? You want it one more time? Well, that's the URL masterclass.com forward slash gaming. Right, now I'm going to watch Tony Hawk try to teach me how to ollie properly. I'll see you all soon. Number 5. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutants in Manhattan Hack and Slash game Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutants in Manhattan hit storefronts in May 2016, and was generally battered by critics who felt it was a soulless, bland fighting game with a license cynically slapped on to try and make some easy money. Despite its name branding, Mutants in Manhattan was delisted from all digital platforms in January 2017, barely seven months after release. And while this delisting was primarily a result of Activision's deal to produce game for Nickelodeon properties expiring in 2017 as well, it's also hilariously transparently obvious that Activision greenlit this game as a fast and loose cash grab before those rights ran out. They knew it was something that they could produce for a small budget within a small time frame and squeeze for easy profits, for a few months anyway, until the licensing agreement ran out. And that's exactly what happened. Needless to say, had the game inexplicably received rave reviews and sold well, Activision might have considered re-upping their deal. Number 4. Lucha Fury Don't feel bad if you haven't even heard of Lucha Fury. This rickety throwback to classic beat-em-up games existed for basically a hot minute, dropping in June 2011 and being immediately panned into the ground by those few who even bothered to review it. Giant Bomb called it quote, miserable garbage, while GameSpot lamented that its solid visuals were wasted on an otherwise boring, uninteresting homage to classic brawlers. By December 2011 then, barely five months after its release, Lucha Fury was delisted from Xbox Live Arcade, its sole release platform. 
Now, the official party line was that the game was pulled due to developer Punch's Impact closing up shop and parent company Mindscape Inc. exiting the game's industry. But it doesn't exactly take too much reading between the lines to observe that the game was pulled because it was A. awful and B. failed to return anything close to a profit. Ultimately, mobile game developer Chilingo bought Lucha Fury in 2012 and repurposed it into an iOS title, Street Wrestler. Though this version received more broadly positive reviews, it too was eventually delisted from the App Store. Number 3. Cyberpunk 2077 Cyberpunk 2077 had one of the most infamously difficult and dispiriting launches of any recent AAA game. For while it ran well enough on PC, those playing on PS4 and Xbox One were beset by an avalanche of glitches and performance issues, enough that the game could certainly be called broken. The backlash against developer CD Projekt Red, who concealed footage of the console versions prior to release, was severe to say the least. Enough so that just a week after launch, Sony stepped in and delisted the game from PSN, while also offering refunds to affected players. Now, a platform holder voluntarily removing a huge game from their service was a virtually unprecedented move, and reflects how vitriolic the response was from understandably irate players. Microsoft, meanwhile, didn't delist the game, but still offered refunds to anyone who wanted one. A patched version of Cyberpunk returned to PSN this past June, more than six months after it was first pulled, albeit with a caveat still from Sony that performance and stability issues may still persist on PS4. For such a massive, highly anticipated game to be removed from a major video game marketplace for over half a year is frankly astonishing, embarrassing, and indicates just how badly CD Projekt Red screwed the pooch here. Number 2. Fast and Furious Crossroads Racing action game Fast and Furious Crossroads was released in August 2020, and while pre-release expectations weren't exactly high, few could have anticipated it landing a savage 35 meta score on PS4 with an even worse 1.7 user score. The issues were myriad, the horribly dated graphics, terrible vehicular handling, worse camera, empty multiplayer, and generally feckless attempts to adapt a hit movie franchise into a video game. Crossroads basically faded into the cultural ether within days of its release, and even flag-waving fans of the franchise likely only remembered its existence when publisher Bandai Namco recently announced that it would be delisted, along with its DLC and season pass, on April 29 of this year. Given that the game, marketed as a major AAA release by the way, was barely on sale for 18 months before being canned, we can safely assume this isn't a licensing issue, but rather that it's a terrible game that's no longer selling enough to justify main Maintaining it. Number 1. Paranoia Happiness is Mandatory In December 2019, an adaptation of the classic tabletop RPG Paranoia was released on the Epic Games Store. Though roughly six weeks later, the game was suddenly removed from the storefront with no explanation given by either developer Black Shamrock or publisher Nacon. Early reviews weren't promising, with most critics dismissing Paranoia Happiness is Mandatory as a shallow, low-effort attempt to adapt the much-loved tabletop game to a new medium. Yet recently, Game Cult unearthed court documents which revealed that the game was released without publisher Nacon securing permission from the original game's creators, those being Greg Kostikian and Eric Goldberg. Kostikian and Goldberg, who had played pre-release versions of the game, felt that it was too buggy to be ready for release, and when Nacon ignored their request to remove the game from sale, they contacted Epic directly with a DMCA takedown request. Epic were obliged to comply with the request, you know, with the creators being the rights holders and all, yet only in recent days has the reason for its removal been discovered. At present, Paranoia still has a listing page on Steam, though its release date is merely listed as coming soon, and one suspects it probably isn't. 
So that's our list. Once know you guys think down in the comments below, what do you think about never being able to play these games again, or at least in their original versions? And are there any bad delisted games I missed off here? While you're down there as well, can you please give us a like, share, subscribe, and head over to whatculture.com for more lists and news like this every single day. Even if you don't though, I've been Josh. Thanks so much for watching, and I'll see you soon. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. That's the sound of another sale on Shopify. In store. Shopify POS is everything you need to sell in person. From payments to inventory, Shopify unites your sales into one commerce platform. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash retail 23. Shopify.com slash retail 23.